When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You know, one question I often get asked is, how can I listen to ad-free shows? Well, the answer is simple. You plug directly into your normal podcast app like Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, and you do that through an RSS link. And then you just listen like you always would, except no commercials. Here's something else you may not know. You not only get the shows early and ad-free, but you also get a ton of bonus content with adfreeshows.com. You also get early access to many of your other favorite wrestling podcasts, from William Regal's new show to the road dog Brian James to Matt Hardy and so much more, starting at just $9. So quick Scott Steiner math tells us that's less than 20 cents an episode each month. See for yourself what thousands of other wrestling fans have already discovered that adfreeshows.com is the best value in wrestling today. Check it out for yourself at adfreeshows.com. And if you're looking for the ultimate gift for the wrestling fan this Father's Day, you can now give the gift of ad-free shows. Head over to adfreegift.com right now to purchase an ad-free show subscription to get over with someone special in your life this Father's Day. That's adfreegift.com. Are you feeling stuck making minimum payments on your credit card debt? Savewithconrad.com can help, and you don't need perfect credit or money out of your pocket to do this. NMLS number 65084, equal housing lender. Oh, and did I mention no house payments for two months? Get rid of your credit card debt and lower your monthly payments right now at savewithconrad.com. Broadcasting from the Blue Chew Studios. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code ARN at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. 
Hello and welcome to Arn. Yes, it's me again, Paul Bromwell. And today I'm joined by the Hall of Famer, the founder of the Four Horsemen, the creator of the Spinebuster, and one half of arguably the best tag teams in wrestling history. He doesn't need any gimmicks, no music, but damn it, he loves those sweet nylon jackets. He's the enforcer. Double A, Arn Anderson. Arn, how are you this week? I'm great. And, you know, you mentioned that. I am, I guess I can go ahead and announce this, I am the sole owner of the trademark for Horsemen. That's the one. Uh, I feel like, and over the years, many of you have have asked me, hey, where do, where do I get one of those Horsemen jackets, or where do I get one of those original Four Horsemen t-shirts or whatever? So... Since I now am the owner, and I am the guy that's kept this thing above water, I would think, for the last 40 years, and at least kept it in people's, let's just say 35, or let's just say 30, kept it in the front of their their mind. Um, I'm working with our Box of Gimmicks guy, Ryan, and we are researching some different places we're going to just this is going forward it won't be in the next week or two or three but pretty soon i am going to personally supervise and put out original full horseman sweatshirts t-shirts jackets maybe even pe shorts everything hats Everything that guys wear, which is the predominance of, of, I think, my fan base, they all would like to have a four horseman hat if it's a good-looking hat. The satin jackets sell themselves. Those oh, are yeah. collector pieces. So keep your uh, keep your eyes and ears open. I'm, you know, this is going to be something that I'm make sure that they're right and uh, let everybody have a chance to, you know, to to have a piece of history. Because I think it has survived the test of time so far, and I can't imagine that will change. Some things that get over at the level that the four horsemen got over will be probably for an eternity. You know, Orrin, Ric Flair said it right. Diamonds are forever. And so are the four horsemen. And I think it's only right that as the founder, you own the trademark. So, man, that's exciting news. I can't wait to see what Ryan comes up with because that guy is highly talented. He's fantastic. And if you're going to be signing off on this stuff, it's going to be awesome. So that's exciting. I can't wait to see some of the stuff that we can uh, add to the collection, man. You see, I try to show up to the show every week supporting the brand, and I can't wait to see what the four horsemen stuff looks like. And I like that shirt. I know you do, and you can find it on boxofgimmicks.com, and you can pick from a variety of colors. I go with that that Anderson kind of red maroon. They have this available over there, man, and it's it's a great shirt. That would look good on ladies. It yes. would. That's it. It's unisex, man, Not, so it would work nice either Nice color. Okay, yeah. so good. So I just want to throw that out there, and again, it's going to be as close to the vintage stuff as it could possibly be. Uh, I have a friend, Amy, who listens to this show religiously. You've met her, interacted with her. You know exactly oh, who I'm talking about. Number, number, I'm, uh, brother, I'm her number one fan. She's yeah, awesome. She's she is awesome. awesome. 
She's got all your shirts. So she would be, she probably has this exact shirt on right now. She's got a big smile on her face right now. As she's hearing us talk about it. But dude, the lady, you mentioned the guys, most of the guys, but there are the ladies that love Arn Anderson. They love the four horsemen. They love the brand. But you guys will have your opportunity soon to check out all the merch. Speaking of horsemen, I got to get it in before we start the show officially. We talked about it last week. We're going to talk about it again this week. And that is the StarCast event, July 29th through the 31st. The last ride of the Four Horsemen is what they're calling it. But it's all of you. It's it's uh, Tully, yourself, Ric Flair. Not only that, you're going to have BH, I mean BW, I'm sorry, Barry Windham, but also Lex Luger and JJ, all of you together, Arn. How fun is that going to be in Nashville to have you all together again? Well, it's the first time. We've had all those guys. You know, the, by adding Lex, that makes it a once-in-a-lifetime deal. That's a picture and a photo op that's never been available. All of us. Uh, you know, the only one missing is Ole, and I don't think he's going to budge for any rhyme or reason. So uh, it's going to be one of those rare opportunities. And, man, have you looked at the, the talent lineup of, of – of who's going to be there? I have. It's insane, and he and and he. I'm talking about Conrad. The man uh, knows how to put on an event, does he not, Arn? I mean, it's unbelievable the roster of talent that he's assembling, and also wrestling shows. You got the the roast of Ric Flair. It's going to be epic. It's going to be the best of any Starcast that he's done so far. He is a hardcore wrestling fan like myself, who has the resources to do some things that none of the rest of us could do and make it the way he would want it, I think, if he were a wrestling fan and someone else was putting on the show. You know what I mean? He's like the Walt Disney for, for wrestling fans. He, he, he has that, that that vision of trying to put a, an event on like a Walt Disney would be. Kind of, uh, yeah, it's pretty, pretty damn close. I've yeah. enjoyed every every StarCast I've been on. It's been awesome. So StarCast.com. That's S-T-A-2-R-S-Cast.com. Check it out. Pre-sale. Uh, ticket sales are on sale now. You want to be there. I'm telling you. It's it's incredible experience. I've been a part of all of them, and you're not going to want to miss out on it. You get to meet Arn Anderson. You're going to meet the, meet all the legends and all your favorites. If you're, if you're listening to the show, the guys that we talk about, the matches that we've uh, discussed here in great detail, most of those guys, as they're still with us, are going to be at that event. So you want to be part of it. But Arn, before we get to Nashville, you and I are going to discuss November 1988. And it, and with that is the March to the Survivor Series. And one thing I can assure you of, sir, is there's a lot more dates this go-around than last month. As you guys were making towns at a frenetic pace, are you ready to dive in to another month in the life of the Enforcer? I don't know. Let's see. All right, let's do it, because we're doing it one way or the other. And we're going to open the month of November on the 3rd. You guys are in Rapid City, South Dakota. And it is the debut for the WWF at this venue. There are 4,122 fans at the Rushmore Plaza Civic Center, and they watched you and Tully defeat Paul Roma and Jim Powers. Before I go any further, we touched on you wrestling them last time, but we really didn't spend any time on Paul Roma and Jim Powers. What were your thoughts about Paul Roma and Jim Powers working with them as a tag team? Well, uh, there is a story there, too, and it goes back to the first time, which we might should have covered last time, but we'll catch it up right now. Uh, 
I thought they were a damn good team. Looked like a trillion dollars, not a million, not a, you know, not a billion. Good baby face skills, and uh, really looked tremendous. Good workers. So we went out, and Tully and I had a fifty-fifty highly competitive match where we we're going to beat them right in the middle. Well, that's stepping in another pothole that you weren't aware of if you hadn't worked there before. So as soon as I clear the curtain, thinking I'm going to be met by a couple of my friends, I was. Barry Darso was there, and as I ran into him, he said, come with me. He took me off to a secluded uh, area and said, hey, those guys are here to get you guys over. If you're going to be working with us down the road, that's selling way, way, way too much. We don't take bumps like that up here. Besides, you get heat with the other guys because we don't, I mean, we were bumping around like we would have the road warriors for those guys. But that's the only way we knew how to work, Paul. I mean, go out, make your opponents. Then if you're going to put them over, you put them over. If you're going to beat them, beat them. But first of all, make them. And uh, I didn't know how they had been used. I just looked at them as, you know, my God, they looked a lot better than us. And they had skills. And uh, he said, man, don't do that again. It's going gonna, it's gonna, to, if you do, you're going to screw yourself. So we did. We got more selfish from then on. But that was one of those, the last thing after having a good match with those guys I expected was to get my ass chewed out. Now, this is good, man, because we're learning more about how it was back then, the WWF way, coming out of the Crockett. Just like you said last week about the promos, they wanted short. Now it's the wrestling. You're not a bump machine. No, no, no. That's not how it works here. So it's you guys being indoctrinated into this new world. It was a new world, and it was a new way, and each person and each team, if you're at the top of that, that food chain, and demolition was at the top of the food chain on the teams, if you aspire to work with them and make top money that the tag guys made, you better listen to what he said. And it was crystal clear to me, you know. And uh, going forward, we were just more selfish. Mm. Nah, this is good. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, you guys moved on the next day to the Bradley Center, and it's in Milwaukee. And WWF packed the house in its debut there. They debuted there eight. 16,662 fans there. They watched you and Tully once again defeat the Young Stallions. So again, Jim Powers, Paul Roma, you beat him. The main event on the card, Hogan and the Big Boss Man. So former Jim uh, Cornette bodyguard, uh, Big Bubba Rogers, is now main up here. He's main eventing with Hogan. Do you remember coming across him, talking to him a little bit as you guys are starting to work with WWF? He's a Crockett guy. Shit, we grew up. Yeah, thirty miles apart. He That's was right. just just down the road. Rome, GA. We didn't. We had no idea our lives were going to parallel down the road. You know, like that. I'm. I know I didn't. I'm sure he didn't. Uh, just a couple of country boys from Georgia made good. You, you got to be thinking at this point, man. We made the right call coming up here. We're working in front of eighteen thousand fans in Milwaukee, and. Mm. Uh, yeah, Hogan's on top of the card, and Arn and Tully are right here, tag team, you know, right here working with uh, the Young Steins. You got to be loving life at this point. Well, you go all the way back to Big Bubba with uh, Jim Crockett Promotions, and you just here's a guy who had to weigh 340 pounds, and he moved 
like a like a friggin' jaguar. You know what I mean? He just yeah, he was smooth. So stealth around that ring, and it just his stuff was so good. It was a natural, and he had the one thing that Vince absolutely to this day loves. He had size and height. You know, because hey, you know when your lead baby face is what what's Hogan six six? Yeah, probably yep. something like that. Well, yeah, you gotta, six six. Yeah, got to have big heels. You know that the audience believes have a chance of beating him if you're going to draw money. Well, apparently they believe the boss man could beat him because 18,000 speaks for itself. Yeah, that's one of, uh, if you talk to Tony Schiavone, one of his most memorable matches is watching Hogan superplex big boss man off that, you know, at the big blue steel cage match. Mm -hmm. One of his most vivid favorite memories. And there you go, boss man, your buddy from right around the corner. Ray Trailer. There you go, Ray Trailer. So the hits keep coming here, Arn, on this Midwest loop. November 5th, 14,000 more show up in Champaign, Illinois. They watch you and Telly once again defeat Roma and Powers. All the big guns were out for this one. You have Demolition on the card. Brutus the fucking Barber Beefcake. That's what Connie likes to call him. The Ultimate Warrior, Honky Tonk Man. And both Hogan and the Boss Man. This is another loaded car here in, in Champaign, Illinois, Arn. God, am I, how many people? 14,000? 14, another 14,000 show. You're in WWF now, man, during the, the golden era, buddy. Yeah, and hey, oh, they're, they're, that's everybody in town. It's that be. is. It's got to be in Champaign. And a couple of sur- surrounding counties, I would think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's you know, we knew we had made the right decision. We weren't positioned to be making top money at that point, but it was it was all right. I mean, it wasn't was a bad you know, it wasn't. A, there was no red flags yet. Speaking of big guns, if you're looking to recreate the magic of Hulkamania in the bedroom, brother, do we have the perfect tag team partner for you? In 2022, you can reform the mega powers, but you don't need that magical handshake. Oh, no. Instead, all you knew, need is Blue Chew, guys. You've been hearing about Blue Chew for a while now on our show. If you haven't tried it already, why not? BlueChew.com is giving guys confidence all over the world because when it comes time to pick your partner up, rotate your hips, and drive them to the mattress spine buster style, trust me, you're going to want all the confidence in the world. You're going to deliver a flawless performance that will have them begging for a Broadway. And BlueChew can do it for you. Right, Arn? I didn't know you did impersonations. You like the brother? Macho man? Hogan? Wow. They're not that good, man, but I can dip into them. Not half bad. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Hey, look, man, get the set things right at home and your life is a breeze. Part of that goes, let that woman know you find them hotter than a four barrels motor scooter and you're gravy. <laughs> Arn, I love these Blue Chew commercials with you. Blue Chew is an online prescription service. That's right. You're not going to a doctor's office. You're not making weird eye contact with anybody. Nobody's staring at you strange and you're waiting in line at the pharmacy. <laughs> I mean, it ships right to your door. It's a discreet package. Not even the mailman's going to look at you awkwardly. And it's simple. You sign up at bluechew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, You'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online, as I said. And if you don't like swallowing pills, there's no problems here. Blue Chew's tablets are chewable. 
There are all kinds of reasons guys aren't able to perform. Age, medical conditions for the older guys. Maybe there's stress and anxiety for the younger guys. Art, I'm sure you've heard of performance anxiety. Well, it's just not in the ring. It happens all the time in the bedroom for guys all across this great country. Well, and the one that we all live in fear of, lack of interest. That's right. Walking around in a pup tent will remind you there's interests. You got that right, and Blue Chew can give you that pup tent. So the chewables from BlueChew.com can make sure you perform at your best every single time so that you can have fun. And my goodness, that's what it's all about. And we have a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code ARN at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code ARN, to receive your first month free Go to BlueChew.com for more details and safety info. Never thought I'd say this. Get a boner on me. (laughs) So disturbing. Oh, I love it. I love doing that ad with you. There we go. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Arnold, November 6th from the Maple Leaf Gardens, WWF recorded matches for prime time wrestling. Man, what a time to be alive watching wrestling with Gorilla and Bobby prime time. You and Tully won the bout against the Young Stallions again in just over 12 minutes when you hit the Powers with the clothesline as he was trying, Jim Powers with the clothesline while he was trying to block Tully Blanchard's sunset flip. This match would not air until, get this, Arn, January 23rd, 1989. But the match was included in Coliseum Home Video's Best of the WWF Volume 18. So for all of you that are tape collectors and have that awesome Coliseum Home Video Best of WWF Volume 18, that is where this match was taped. It was November 6th, 88, Maple Leaf Gardens, and that's where you can find the match. So check it out there. Here comes the double shot, my, my friend. Later that afternoon, after that match, from Ottawa, Ontario, in November. Yes, November. You and Tully wrestled twice. First, you've defeated Roma and B. Brian Blair. Blair was subbing for Jim Powers. Following that match, the Brainbusters substituted for the British Bulldogs and fought the World Tag Team Champions Demolition to a double DQ. At this point, Arn, Demolition still managed by Mr. Fuji. And that's really the only factor that's making them a heel as a team because uh, the breakup comes at Survivor Series, which we'll get into in a little bit. But, Arn, that's a lot of trust. 30 days in, you guys are already working with the top team in WWF and arguably one of the most over acts. And both teams are supposed to be heels. Can you share with us what that was like working with Barry Darso and Bill Eadie so early into the run? Real simple. We just went out and made them the Road Warriors. That's who they were. They yeah. were they were WWF's road warriors, and I mean that in a very positive way. They did not copy, or they didn't emulate the road warriors. Their style was completely different. Uh, but but man, they had a great look, great ring music. 
and they both were pros. Bill Eady's been around for a long time. He's been a professional at a high level. Barry Darso is a tremendous worker. So, and great guys. Barry's one of my dearest friends. And to get to work with those guys, anybody that had any doubts that if we knew our job description, uh, they didn't have them after that match. Arn, you worked with both tag teams. I'm going to put you on the spot here, knowing how close you are with Barry Darso. Road Warriors or Demolition? Um, I would say that Barry and Bill were much better workers. Just, just saying it the way it is. I would say that when they were at their peak, the Road Warriors were probably more over. Okay. So from an over perspective, the road warriors, but from a working perspective, demolition when they were at their peak. And, uh, and I think that's being fair. Okay. Good stuff. On the 11th of November, uh, the a crew is in long Island at the Nassau Coliseum, 12,149 fans. And if you, if you're listening, you're starting to pick up that it doesn't matter where the WWF goes outside of Greensboro last week. Um, you guys are getting double, you know, four figures when it comes to fan numbers of fans in these arenas. They see you and Telly defeat the Young Stallions again. The next day, you and Telly were featured on the Superstar tapings where you defeat <coughs> Al Kinsey and Mario Mancini in about two minutes. And Arn, here we go. As you imagine, we have the clip from the match taped back in October. This is the November 12th edition of Superstars. Let's check it out together. Been doing their share of winning. Look at I ripping at the face in there. You know, it's that little extra that makes the difference. A great tag team action. Bobby Heenan applauding the efforts of his brain busters. We had an occasion to speak with the brain busters earlier on. Here's what they had to say. You know, Bobby the Brain has always been regarded as the greatest manager of all time. Now he truly is because he's got the brain busters, Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard. All you teams, if you need a visual aid, it's gut check time. And I assure you, these are the two guys that are going to check your guts. What do you think of that? I like that interview. That wasn't an interview. Just some banter that around the monologue. Book. That wasn't an interview. No, you're supposed to be a journalist, you're Jesse. You're so technical on me, McMahon. Just because you're fi- ring favorite something, that you're always getting a bad mood. Holly Blanchard and Arn Anderson thus far pretty much in control of things. Although I'm not going to get on you, McMahon, today. I'm not going to be on your case today. Why is that? Because you may not show up next week and I could end up with Sean Mooney. Stop it. As we take a look at that slingshot suplex, it's over. Art Anderson, Kelly Blanchard, along with the Braves. Beautiful drop kick here by Tully Blanchard. Wham! Right on the chin. Here's Arn Anderson firing, firing him and catches him. Boom! Reverse slam right there. And here's a slingshot suplex. That rope just gets an added little spring to the drive into that mat. Big win for the Brain Busters. I see. 
So there we go. I love uh, Jesse and Vince. few things here. This was taped uh, at the Saturday night's main event. That's why you saw the ring uh, skirt banner wasn't changed, and it said Saturday night's main event. Jesse doesn't know your moves, the spine buster. We've already talked about that. The reverse slam is what he called it. Uh, It's just one of those little things. But during the insert there, the interview, uh, no Bobby, it's Arm, but you and Tully, and you put the brain over, and you reminded everyone why you guys were there. No free flow. You keep it brief and to the point. Do you like this inserts kind of as you wrestle where you guys pop in and do your thing? That was a, a big WWF thing back then. They were testing us. They were testing us to see if Bobby wasn't there, if we would take advantage. You know what I mean? Either go longer or not say what was, you know, they'll kind of give you an idea of what they wanted you to talk about. So I think it was a test. And uh, we did not push the envelope. We knew what they wanted. And uh, the thing that I was just noticing, that's why I love watching these old clips. That was a big guy. He was big. If you just looked at his legs, you go back and pull that up. Look at his legs where Tully and him were standing chest to chest. His thighs were huge. I mean, he had to be a 350, 60-pound man. One of the things I think that, that maybe got swept under the rug a little bit. One of the things we were able to do is take guys bigger than us and still manhandle them. You know, Tully was 220. And uh, slingshot suplex is not easy. You have to hit with the guy's shins and ricochet off that top rope pretty much perfectly or it'll stall on you. Muscled him over. Spine buster, no problem. Never had a problem with that. But the ability to, which would come into play later, being able to, you know, I used to vertical suplex Barry Darso. Who'd have thunk it? Nobody yeah, ever, nobody ever did it. Nobody yeah. did it before we went up there, and, and he allowed me to do that to him. You should have seen that crowd. You talk about doing power moves to big guys. How about Tully's dropkick right in the button? Yeah. I mean, I, he was uh, impressive. I don't remember necessarily paying attention that closely to telling his drop kicks as I have these last two weeks and what he's doing here. But, I mean, he's putting it right on their chins. Yeah, I mean, Tully was an excellent worker. He had skills. You know, he could have been a, a good baby face if, if people didn't hate his gut so bad. <laughs> but he had the tools and the skills to, to yeah. be one. You guys uh, definitely are showing you belong. They're your team to be reckoned with here. And you're working your asses off arm because that same day after working three times the day before, you and Telly would travel to the old Spectrum in Philadelphia. Uh, by the way, that's the first place I ever saw live wrestling was in Philadelphia, December of 1986. Uh, it was a Hulk Hogan, Paul Orndorff show. So there you go. You guys are there here. It's uh, November 88. The event was broadcast on Prism and... Uh, friend of the show richard land who helps find all these clips for us he was actually able to help find that show on prism uh that i just talked about that i attended that's neither here nor there but he does a really nice job for us finding all these awesome clips it was uh shown on prism Twelve thousand fans watched the brain busters defeat roma and powers in the opening match and you guys are moving on and this is really all weird because the next day you're in binghamton new york 1,700 people watched the Brain Busters, best of the Young Stallions. Uh, so uh, these fans here, the crowds aren't, aren't as big as what we've been talking about. The following day, all four of you flew across the country to Salt Lake City, Utah, and wrestled in front of 3,300 fans with you and Tully picking up the win. 
Um, so there you go. But I think this is also the perfect time to remind everyone, Arn, of what a WWF travel day looked like in 1988. Walk us through what the trip from New York to Salt Lake looked like for you during this time without private planes. Okay, so we were in Binghamton. You started in Philly. You went to Binghamton, New York. Then you headed over to Salt Lake City, Utah, all within two days of each other. Uh, well, we would have had to have gotten back to a major airport, so we would have had to have, after the show, driven to, I don't know what would be closer, probably Newark of the New York uh, airports. Okay, yeah, Newark, New Jersey. You know, I'd have to have a map in front of me. But again, since you're now you're flying two thirds of the way across the country, Salt Lake City, there wasn't a flight every hour or every two hours. So you had to be on that nonstop flight. So if you had, you know, you left the arena, say, at uh, 1030 at night and you drove back, and I don't know how many miles that is, but. You would get a hotel by whatever airport that was in New York, and you would be on the first flight out. And it was, I want to say that's a four-hour flight. Uh, and again, you know, you're sitting back there in a coach seat, and uh, you had to be up at the crack of dawn, and you got on the plane. What you could, If you could sleep on planes, that was to your benefit. I happened to be a guy that could sleep on planes. As long as I wasn't too jammed up or had a middle seat or something that stupid. Um, but uh, you would get there, same thing. Now you got in the you got in the wagon train and uh, got off the plane, went to rent a car, go check in, the whole rigmarole. It was a daily thing, that line. And if you could get a seat, here was a trick that nobody would have even thought about, really, I guess, because people that don't travel that often, it's not a big deal. We were trying, if you couldn't get upgraded, and, and with those tickets that were worthless, you couldn't upgrade them. Every now and then, you'd see a wrestling fan working the gate, and he'd bump you up, occasionally. But uh, get the, the first row behind first class. So you were the first one off the plane. There you go. Which meant you were the first one in the rental car line, which meant you were the first one into the hotel. That whole sequence of events, you could either be first, or there would be as many as 10, 12, 14 guys lined up for to get their rental car, to get their room, sign in at the gym, you name it. And it was an everyday issue. And if you're a road warrior or sky jockey, you know the toll travel can have on the body. A good night's sleep is the best possible restart, and Chili Sleep is the recognized leader in sleep innovation and technology. Chili Sleep makes customizable, climate-controlled sleep solutions that help you improve your entire well-being. And Arn, we know how important a good night's sleep can be, right? Uh, I have night sweats. Have nightmares. Chilly sleep cools everything down in the room. Hot room, I cannot sleep in. Hot bed, cannot sleep in. So, you're talking about something that uh, gives you an advantage right away. For if you're one of those guys, got one on my bed, that's for sure. And you can too. Check it out now. It's Chilly Sleep. They make the Uller and Cube sleep systems hydro powered. 
temperature-controlled mattress toppers that fit over your existing mattress, no matter what size it is, to provide your ideal sleep temperature. And for an extra layer of comfort, they also make the Chili Blanket the only weighted blanket that can also be paired with a control unit for the ultimate sweat-free sleep. So head over to chilisleep.com forward slash arn to learn more and save 30% off the purchase of any new cube or Euler sleep system. This offer is available exclusively for ARN listeners and for only a limited time. So sleep like the enforcer head over to chilisleep.com. That's C H I L I sleep.com slash ARN to take advantage of our exclusive discount and wake up refreshed every day. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. So, Arna, we talked about the travel schedule and moving across the country. You would continue to move on out west. November 15th, you're from the sold-out Cow Palace in San Francisco. 14,600 fans with 12,200 paid. They watched a full day of television tapings for primetime wrestling and superstars. And for your part, the Brain Busters wrestled the Rockers to a no contest when all four of you brawled on the floor before the match ever made it to the ring. The segment did not air until December because of the crazy amount of syndicated TV that WWF provided. This is the second time since entering the company that you would work with Marty Jannetty and Shawn Michaels. How fast did you and Telly realize that the Rockers were a team you wanted to face? Well, I remember this one clearly, and, and we already knew just the one match. So, you know, we said to each other, coming through the curtain, can't wait to work a program with those guys. This particular fight started kind of just out of nowhere, and there wasn't much to it, to be honest with you. It was just a quick in and out, so it was just a teaser to probably keep us in, you know, on TV and keep those guys on TV till they could get to uh, having us an angle. So for you, you would say the chemistry with those guys was almost instantaneous. Inst- instant, instantly. Yeah. Instantly. Yeah. I mean, those guys, they listened, they learned, they were incredible. Uh, well, the following day, you move over to Sacramento. It's the Arco Arena, 15,900 more fans. They watched more matches taped for syndication as well as the taping for Saturday night's main event. That one was headlined by Macho Man versus Andre the Giant, a match that ended in a double DQ. You and Tully defeated Jim Brunzel and Lanny Poffo when Tully hit Brunzel with the slingshot suplex. Interestingly enough, as noted by our friends here at the history of WWE.com, B. Brian Blair was fired after the taping because he refused to lose to you and Tully. So, Arn, you've put a lot of guys over in your career. Was Brian Blair difficult to do business with, best you can recall? Not to my recollection. That must have been a behind-the-scenes conversation that we weren't aware of. So who did we beat in the match? So it was Lanny Poffo and Jim Brunzel uh, that were a part of that match. Brian Blair said, nope, I'm at out and uh, Lanny Poffo would join Brunzel. I got a feeling that was probably the last straw of a lot of other things that have probably happened. Just, just knowing, you know. Uh, yeah. 
the guy like I'd, I kind of do. He, uh, he was a great worker, and they were a good team. Him and Jim Brunzel were a good team. Uh, but if he refused, I, you know, I didn't take it personally. It was probably something, like I said, that would not have been the one and only straw that caused him to get fired slash quit, whatever. Yeah, it, that would make sense, too. There's some kind of history there, and as you said, okay, that's it. I'm done. No more of this shit. I'm out kind of thing. So, so that, that would make a lot of sense. Here's another observation as I was walking kind of through this. I mean, what did you at the time or did you think now of the marathon tapings that WWF conducted regularly on? I asked because as a fan, I've been there for, you know, AEW tapings and they do dark and dynamite and rampage and it, and it gets, you know, it's exhausting by the time you're finally done sitting through all that. And it seems that those current tapings don't hold a candle to what you guys are pulling off here in 1988. Any thoughts you can share with our audience on that? Uh, it was pretty horrifying to go in and look at the board when you got to TV and see 33 matches, and you were match 32. Wow. And the last match was Hogan and Bossman, which was the dark match, which meant oh, they had announced the dark match, Hogan and them. They're waiting for that one. The audience sitting through 32 matches, and man... They would get tired and restless. And I'll never forget, Tully and I were in Birmingham, and we were, it was just a TV match, enhancement match. And during the match, they started chanting, We want Hogan. Hogan wasn't even in, the, in our match. Oh, You're no. You're talking about disheartening. Because there's that, nothing you can do about it. They're telling you what they want. Well, and yeah. that's, that's all they want at that point of the night. Not only that, you know they're fatigued, too, so they're definitely not going to be into your match cheering one way or the other. Yeah, and that was the case a lot of times where you would watch the show and there would be crowd reaction piped in, but nobody was moving and nobody was saying anything because <laughs> they were dead. It was, right. a discon- it was a disconnect. You're getting all this, <laughs> and nobody's doing nothing. Right. It's like lips are sealed. Nobody's moving. Butts are in seats, but you're hearing all this noise. Yeah. Uh, so true. Makes sense. Well, I get it now. That makes a lot of sense. So the morning after an awesome wrestling show can be awfully taxing on the body. I mean, think about it, Arn. Nachos, the hot dogs, the popcorn, the drinks, and that can all create havoc in your digestive system. If you can relate to this, do we have the solution for you to get your body operating at peak performance? And I'm talking about Athletic Greens. I started taking AG1 because I needed more energy. And I was tired of taking pills and vitamins and trying to swallow all that. Arn, just one scoop, and it gives you 75 high-quality vitamins and minerals. I'm talking about improving your gut health, sleeping better, improving focus. What's not to like? This, my friend, is a slam dunk. Your system is like a fire. You don't dump a bunch of wood on it the fire goes out you keep feeding small increments into the fire and the fire keeps flaming i got a feeling that's the formula that we're talking about with the greens ag1 you get better sleep quality and recovery it costs less than three dollars a day that's completely worth the investment in you and it's received seven thousand five star plus reviews that's better than any dave Meltzer match in tokyo japan right now it's time for you to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient 
daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com forward slash, here's the key, ARN. Again, that's athleticgreens, all one word, dot com forward slash ARN to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Arn on the 17th of the month here in November, WWF ran the sports arena in Los Angeles in front of 10,000 fans, and the event was televised on the Z Channel. Prior to your match, the legendary Gorilla Monsoon interviewed the Brainbusters alongside Bobby Heenan. That night, you and Tully would defeat Roma and Powers. You worked a lot with them early on in mm-hmm. just under 14 minutes. You guys won the match when you pinned Paul Roma after the spike pile driver there it is and as you might imagine because it's what we do here on this show we have the promo and we have the conclusion of the match let's roll the clip my friend gorilla monsoon here in the interview area with bobby the brain heenan along with the brain busters the latest acquisition to the heenan family tully blanchard arn anderson perhaps you two gentlemen will be able to do what no one else has ever done for the heenan family and that is bring some gold you know, Gorilla, I've seen you many, many, many months, week on end, giving the brain a little bit of harassment about not having a tag team. Well, he has went and got a tag team, the best tag team ever in professional wrestling. Title history. two is what I'm. Oh, he, the title he, is going to be well in the bank. It's like a gold check. Arn, would you consider the young stallions, the opposition here tonight in the uh, sports arena? Would you consider them a stepping stone for you guys? Well, Gorilla, you don't look ahead. They're a fabulous team. They train in that gym. Conditioning is a key. They're as good an athlete as there is in the WWF. But you look around the WWF, and the thing about it is parity is prevalent. You've got ten teams that at any given point can rise to the top and become champions. So Bobby Heenan had to look real close and look real far to find a team that could come in and make impact, sudden impact right away. So if you look at the Stallions, you got to decide one thing. Are they the future, or do we step over them to renovate ourselves to the future? I want to tell you one thing. Go ahead. What do you want to say? I never really looked that far. I only looked in one direction. Sure, I found why I never had a title. No sense looking any farther than that. Bobby the Brain Heenan looking for championship material and tag team action. We'll be right back. What is it? You got him. Oh, 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 I love it. Brainbusters at their best. What a shot, but they're wasting valuable time here, Brain. No, they're not. Jimmy Powers trying to get some offense going for himself. Managed to get back to his feet, but not for long. Oh, look at that. 
is a knockdown, drag out, piercing sprawl. Tremendous upper body strength, able to get off his back. Something not too many of you guys have been able to do it. He'll be singing a little higher in the shower later this evening. Anderson looking to get out of there, looking to make the tag, where he's in tremendous pain. Jimmy Powers realizing where Paul is now. He made the tag, yes. And look at where your man is in the wrong corner. Power sends him in for the ride. Beautiful drop kick. Goes into the breadbasket of Tully Blanchard. And it's all Paul Roma right now. Train your guys are in deep trouble. Another double noggin knocker for the Brain Busters. Where's he going now? Going to the outside, all the way up to the top, bombs away. Oh, high cross body both of them. Come on, referee's lost control now. I think the Brain Busters have lost control. Lucky for Bobby Pointer. What a clever move by Tully Blanchard. Are you kidding? Genius. I didn't say genius. Oh, look at that. That's what I told him. That's an illegal move. One. Had the referee seen that? Arn, you gotta love the banter between Gorilla and Bobby. They were just—they were so good. There's no none better when it comes to that. Yeah, no joke. I got—I ex- got wrapped up watching the match. I almost knocked the mic over. So if you hear a big <laughs> boom, 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 that's what that was. You backhanded it. That's all good. So I—I I know you talked about it last week briefly. You said, "Hey, uh, Telly and I came up with the spike pile driver." Talk about that. How did you ultimately land on that one as your signature finish? Do you remember? Just it's just one of those things that's easy to get to. You can get to it out of nowhere, and it's something you can do with any anybody. Nobody's too big or too small. It's just just seems like a quick in and out double team move that has impact. Impact is it, man? Pile driver in and of itself is an impactful maneuver. But when you maneuver, but when you add that guy jumping from the top rope to help drive it, it it's awesome. It, it works, and uh, so yeah, I, I love it. Well, you had Paul Orndorff on, uh, you know, floating around the business, you know, winning with just a standard, excellent pile driver of his own. We just put a little bit more torque on it being a team. This episode is being brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches, the simpler way to experience nicotine satisfaction and enjoy lasting change on your terms. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine that's helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. I don't know about you, but there's been many times in my life where I needed to make a change, like trying to be healthier or spending less time at work. I knew I needed to make a change, but I just wasn't ready yet. 
And a lot of smokers and dippers out there can probably relate. Zen understands there isn't just one quote unquote right time to make a change. Everyone's timeline is a little different. Everyone's on their own journey. So whether you feel like you're ready to take that first step towards change, Zen will be there with you with the right strength, with the right flavor at the right time. If you're thinking about making a change and you want to learn more today, check out Zen nicotine pouches at ZYN.com. That's Zen.com. That's ZYN.com. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. There you go. Well, from L.A., you guys would fly to St. Louis, and you worked the Keel Auditorium in front of a sold-out crowd, 9,600 on November 18th. Hogan and Bossman were the featured attraction on this one. So, again, a lot of trust from the office putting you and Tully on the same cards as Hogan and even the Ultimate Warrior. Uh, so, man, it's just got to be – you just guys have to be loving this. On the 19th, you and Tully defeated the Young Stallions in Wheeling, West Virginia. This is a regular town uh, for the WWF. 3,000 <coughs> fans were in attendance, and you move on the 20th to the Hershey Park Arena. You would defeat Roma and Powers once again, and I'm just curious here, Arn, is this a drive from West Virginia to Hershey, or would you guys have flown, do you think? No, that's uh, a drive. Is it? Okay. So, so you make that drive, you do that, you're in Hershey, and then on the 20th, now you're over from Hershey, uh, PA, to Landover, Maryland at the Capitol Center. There's 2,000 people watching you and Telly defeat Powers and Roma. So you guys are getting a lot of reps with Powers and Roma. Uh, three days later, 6,500 fans watched the same match again, Powers and Roma, Riverfront Coliseum in Cincinnati, Ohio. As I, as I get through this, do you, are you remembering how often at this point that you can recall how often you work with those guys? Yeah, it, it's all just like, one loop or maybe two loops it sounds like a lot day after day but it's it's you know one loop and uh you would usually do that you would hit different towns and work with the same guys and go home for a day or two and come back and you'd have a brand new loop with somebody different it's it's not it's not uh abnormal well, Arn, we are here. It's uh, Survivor Series time, and as we know, Survivor Series would become one of the big four events. It was the big four event for WWF, along with the Royal Rumble. You had WrestleMania and SummerSlam. This one, like the first, uh, is at the Coliseum in Richfield, Ohio. 13,500 fans in attendance. You and Tully are in what some have described as a clusterfuck of a match. During the match, you and Tully fought the Rockers to a double DQ at around the 29-minute mark. The conclusion of the match featured Mr. Fuji turning against Axe and Smash when Fuji hit Axe with a cane. The Powers of Pain, Fuji's new team, would win the match. Of note, the British Bulldogs were in the match. This would be Dynamite's kids' last appearance, and we wouldn't see the British Bulldogs for two more years. Arn, we are not going to cover the whole match on the show due to time constraints, but our friend, as I mentioned, Richard Land, has given us a condensed version of the match, and I'm going to play it for us, and I just want some of your feedback 
on all 10 of these teams as they come out. So let's take a look at it now. I'm not going to play the audio too loud. So here's, do you recognize? So there's Boris. Conquistadors. Yes. There's Boris, a former roommate of mine in Pensacola that we talked about. What about Nikolai Volkov? Did you ever have much experience working with Nikolai? Sweet man. Very nice man. Uh, just, uh, and, and a monster. Uh, Nikolai was really strong. Here are the guys that you said when you first Rujo's. came in. Yeah. yeah. Barb and Warlord. They were presented pretty well, pretty strong here in WWF, coming out of Crockett, carrying over that Powers of Pain gimmick. They were one of the first ones to uh, leave and go to work for Vince. They left before us. And then you have the, uh, the Young Stallions. What about these guys? Talk about them. Brad Hart and the Monster Nightheart. I mean, you got a lot of talent coming down. Ooh, the Rockers. Yeah, man. My goodness. Now who's up next? Here they come, the Bulldog. What an era. Look at Davey Boy already. My goodness. What a body on the guy. Well, both of them, they both looked incredible. They were in incredible shape. But the tag teams, I mean, it's just loaded with Hall of Famers. And you're start here you are, buddy. You're right in the middle of the ring starting us off. Let's listen to some of the commentary here. How do you like that? Delivering it to the heartbreak kid. I like it. <laughs> Anderson can't believe it. There's a lot of people being on that apron. I'm about to talk to you about that. Once we get through this, I'm going to, I want to have a couple questions. That's one of them. Cause we talked to, uh, Conrad talked to Bruce Pritchard about that very thing. Put his head down. Yep. He sure a did. mistake by a ring veteran. That's a, That's right. I got to agree with you there, gorilla. Are not getting involved, Jess. 
That's what we call a super kick party before there was a super kick party. Mm-hmm. They both delivered them. The Rockers delivered it to you on Tully, knocked you outside of the ring for those that can't watch this and just hear it. So let's, uh, as we're watching this action, it's about, this clip is about over. You mentioned it, all the people in the ring. One thing uh, that I want to talk to you about here was that Bruce Pritchard on his podcast with Conrad talked about how this had to be shot. You could tell it was some different camera angles that were, you know, we're not used to traditionally seeing. They said they had to learn from the first one, how to manage 20 people at all in the ring at the same time. What did you think about having this many people on the ring at the same time for a match? Well, I'm, I'm just sitting here watching it and watching what's going on in the ring. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be a little selfish here, just watching it back. That was pretty damn good excitement we had going on there. And to get rid of us first, uh, it was like maybe follow that. I don't know if the rest of it followed it or not. But, uh, I mean, we had a hell of a fight going on then that was uh, breaking down pretty good. So, I don't know. That that whole concept of having so many guys out there, sometimes more is not better. You know, it's just you got a lot of guys on the beginning just kind of standing around just – kind of watching and and I don't know what that does for your excitement level. Yeah, I think Survivor Series is cool maybe when it's for the singles guys, but when you're starting to inject that many tag teams, that whole thing looked like you were it was like a lumberjack match, but everybody's standing on the ring. Well, other than have four man teams, you yeah. know, and uh, you had twice that many guys out there. That was insane. Yeah. Yeah, Another was, question I have for you get for you before we uh, move on, Arn, is you guys had some amazing houses along the way. I mean, I was mentioning the numbers, and this is no different. And I'm not going to ask you to be specific, but compared to the payoffs from your matches in Crockett, how did this one for Survivor Series 1988 compare? Do you recall? Uh, it would depend on uh, if Hogan was on the card. Sometimes if he was on the card, you would have a huge house if you were – Next to last, let's just say, you you made a hell of a payday. If you were first and they had to pay Hogan and his opponent, sometimes it wasn't. Yeah, Hogan was definitely on the card for this. He's the main event. It's him, Savage, Hercules, Coco, Beware, and Hillbilly Jim in a Survivor Series-style match against Akeem, Big Boss Man, DiBiase, Haku, and the Rooster. Uh, so he's on this card. Uh, there's four major... Uh, Survivor Series style matches. I was just curious if you were seeing a difference in like these big pay-per-view events in terms of payoff. Uh, it, it really did depend on where you were positioned on the card partially. If they had big plans for you and you just happened to not, you know, like say we were working with the Bulldogs or somebody else, but it was on last match before intermission, that would not be a pay slot. But if you were semi-main event underneath Hogan and Boss Man, you would make a good payday. Arn, uh, I want to pause right here and talk about the importance of planning and being prepared for the unexpected. Yes, this is a life insurance ad, and Goliath Life is who I trust most, and this is really about peace of mind. But I want you to think about insurance for a second. We all have medical and auto insurance, yet we never know if we're ever truly going to need it But I want to let you in on a little secret. You need life insurance because, unfortunately, 
the sad reality is we're all going to die. Now, as you let that reality sink in, think about what would happen if your family stopped having your income tomorrow. That is not a position you want them to be in, if you're honest with yourself. If you don't have a plan for that, you need to visit GoliathLife.com. And I mean right now. Listen, I've lost two friends in their 40s in the last year and a half, and I don't even want to think about what their families would be going through had they not had life insurance. If you don't have it, get it. Protect your family, and I suggest you go to GoliathLife.com because they've made the process of getting affordable life insurance super easy. GoliathLife.com streamlines the life insurance process by allowing you to get quotes from more than 20 carriers within minutes, and you'll pick your terms and payments to fit your budget. You pick your price, you start the online application immediately, and even schedule the medical exam to come to you. I've done it. They sent someone to my office. I skipped the phone calls, the paperwork, and the crazy invasive conversations. GoliathLife.com makes buying life insurance so simple. There are no hidden fees, no upsells, no hassle. Hell, not even a phone call. GoliathLife.com is life insurance in your hands on your time. So get multiple quick quotes right now from the comfort of your own home and begin your application in a few easy clicks right now at GoliathLife.com. Arn, this is a no-brainer, isn't it? Well, absolutely. Hey, with all the things, just watch David Muir on your TV every day, folks. None of us are guaranteed tomorrow. So take care of your family today. That's it. Well, Arn, the following day, the enforcer returns home. Well, kind of. You and Tully work the Civic Center, and to steal a line from MJF, the most magical place on earth, Pensacola, Florida. That night, you guys moved on from the Young Stallions, and you took on the Rockers, picking right up where you left off the night before. And on the 26th, a previously recorded interview with Tully, Bobby, and yourself aired on an episode of Superstars. Arn, this is our final clip of the week, and here's what the three of you had to say. Let's take a look. ...acquisitions of the Heenan family, they are the brain busters. You know, all my career I've been searching, searching for the right tag team, searching for the right combination, not to put this guy with this guy or this guy with this guy, to find two men that I can make champions of and can make me managers of the champions. I found it. Well, Bobby, we promised that. Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard are born to be champions. We're destined to be champions. You know, you've got the strength of a gorilla right here, and you've got the speed and the quickness of a cat right here. You've got the best of both worlds. That's what the Brain Busters are all about. Great teams are two individuals that think separately and work collectively towards one single goal. If i got to sacrifice him, sacrifice myself, that's what we'll do because we're going to reach his eventual end. The newest additions to the Heenan family. They are Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard, the brain busters. What did you think of that one, Jeff? What did you think of that promo there? Short and sweet. To I the like point. it. Yep. yep. It, was, it was clean. To the point. I think, if anything, it like kind of forced you guys to say, hey, you, you, you were really good in the past. You said a lot of great things. Now we're going to force you to even make it more impactful and tighten it up even more. And you, know, force you, and you did it. And you accomplished it. You got your point across. And you did it in, what, 30 seconds or less, each of you. So, well, One complete thought apiece. That's it. That's it. So later on the same day here, fans in Tulsa, Oklahoma, were treated to the Brain Busters versus the Rockers. And on the 27th in Little Rock, Arkansas. And uh, second from the top, you and Tully took on Sean and Marty again. So you've transitioned. Young Stallions no more. And here come the Rockers, buddy. 
In closing out our coverage on November 1988, it was noted that on November 29, 1988, the human Vegematic, the baddest of the badasses, personal friend and sweetheart of a guy, to the enforcer Arn Anderson, the king, Haku, was sentenced to probation on assault and battery charges stemming from a June 26 altercation in Baltimore where he bit part of a man's nose off, Arn. That man is lucky. That's all that happened. For some reason, he decided to lean on the real world champion, Haku, would have nothing less than, than to confront him physically. And, buddy, you said it. That was my nickname for him, the human Vegematic. All I saw was Haku close the distance, and the next thing was a man's face looked like he had been dipped in ketchup. Oh, man. Yeah, and it was, it, it, it cost him, which is not, that's not fair because he was forced into it. But, man, I think it was a huge lawsuit and cost him a lot of money. There you go. And this was, uh, this is when he was sentenced right here in November, 1988. And buddy, that's going to wrap up our coverage of November of 88. You guys spent most of the month working with the young stallions. You got a match with the champs demolition. And of course you kicked off now your series with the rockers along the way, buddy. I can't wait until next week to see what the brain busters and rockers do next. I know it's going to be fun. It's got a different feel too than the Crockett days, doesn't it? Doesn't it? Totally different, man. This is like a totally it's a totally different chapter of your career. It feels very different. Absolutely. Well, Arn, I hope you're enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. Again, this is documenting your career, your life, your wrestling life, uh, month by month as we go week by week here, having a lot of fun. We're jumping into December nineteen eighty eight next week, boys and girls. And uh, I hope you join us again next week. Arn, thank you so much for doing it this week. Paul, my co-host, thank you very much. You got it. On behalf of the enforcer, Arn Anderson, this is Paul Bromwell, and you have been listening to Arn. We'll see you again right here next week on Arn. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.